Ladies and gentlemen, people, welcome back to another episode of Filming for Tay's Review Review, uh, where um, we take a movie series, uh, me and a, uh, me and a couple friendos of mine, uh, get together, we uh, review uh, our reviewings of certain movie series, specifically. Um, of course, I'm joined by the, the awesome and uh, Spider-Man enthusiast, Russell's Muscle Purcell. How's Hello. Everybody? Good. How how was how was your how was your ten minute break? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. I, I went to the bathroom. Yeah. Got some water. Oh yeah. And ate some fig bars. Awesome, wicked cool, man. Listen, <laughs> I also got some water as well. Uh, for those who don't know, um, um, right now we are live on YouTube.com slash Hey, we're this is actually a continuous stream. So we just took a ten minute break after talking about uh, Sam Raimi's. Uh, Spider-Man 1, uh, and uh, today, uh, of course, this is part of the Filming Fate's Spider-Man review review, where uh, we're, wa- we're uh, re- reviewing our reviewings of uh, the Spider-Man films. So that includes Sam Raimi's trilogy, Mark Webb's duology, and uh, John Watts' trilogy, including the new uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, for those who don't understand director talk, don't worry, because I'm going to translate that for you. So basically, we're watching Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland Spider-Man films. So uh, today, specifically, though, we are we're talking about uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. And uh, this episode or this uh, segment of the show, or the stream, uh, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man 2, including Spider-Man 2.1. So I'm not... I'm not really sure how this is going to... how this is going to go for audiences listening to this, because I'm not sure if everyone's seen 2.1, but... um, It's not that different. (laughs) uh, I mean... Well, we'll see about that. I saw both versions in, in the last week, so we'll actually see. Um, missing a very important shot. <laughs> so um, yeah, no. So so the first so the first uh, couple of notes is me um, uh, watching the theatrical cut, and then the, the I'll have a I have second uh, section of notes uh, talking about the changes that I saw in. Uh, Spider-Man 2.1. So, um, before I get started, once again, I'm letting you all know, if you haven't seen Spider-Man 2, please definitely go and watch Spider-Man 2 if you intend to, and then come back. Otherwise, uh, I hope you all enjoy the show. Um, of course, if you're not, uh, with us live on youtube.com slash of course, you can find this specific episode and cut episode, uh, on your favorite podcast platform or on youtube.com slash Anyways... Uh, Russell the Muscle Purcell. Let's just get right into it, shall we? So, um, I'm gonna start. So, this, uh, so the first note is this is my personal viewing, but, uh, though it has some issues, Spider Man 2 is the best live action Spider Man film yet in the review review. This movie is so far the best example of the sacrifices Peter Parker has to make and the responsibilities Spider Man has. Even without his powers, he still wants to risk his life to help others. This is just a quick little. Like, right out of the theater report kind of a thing. Clearly, you have nothing to say. All right, let's move on, shall we? I was waiting uh, on I you. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was waiting on you. but I'll give my review afterwards. Okay, okay that's fair. I mean, I'm going to give another review again, because that was just my personal viewing, and so I was just like, yeah. But anyways, 
Let's get right into it. Spoiler warning, once again. That was, I mean, I, I didn't spoil anything. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Oh my gosh. Um, But yeah, no. Uh, now we're, okay, so now from this point on, the notes are now being written for my second viewing slash observation viewing. Uh, so the movie starts off with another voiceover by Peter Parker talking about MJ. The writing of the voiceover has some weak spots, but it's a minor note. Uh, there's uh, there's this guy named Mr. Aziz who goes, Go! Go! <laughs> go! But not in, not in, not in 2.1, though. Oh, yeah. He goes, Go! Yeah. In 2.1. It's oh, really God. sad. It is. It's, oh, it's unpleasant to me, man. Um, Which one's unpleasant? <laughs> <laughs> just him saying, Go! Instead of go, it's go. It's so much better. It's just so much better because the thing is, took it out. Because the thing is, being Indian, it's so relatable. That's something like, (laughs) yeah, that's how we talk. It's like, do it, like, come on. I'll get, I'll get more into that scene uh, afterwards because the the two point one notes are right after the theatrical cut notes. So uh, I'm gonna keep going, but uh, I love how the score. For the scene where Peter's in traffic, trying to get the pizza delivered on time, the score kind of sounds like a score from Avengers. Hmm. I didn't notice that. If you go back and listen to it, it there's like a hint of like Alan huh. Silvestri's Avengers. Interesting. Yeah. I do have something to say about the score. It's pretty wild that um, Danny Elfman uh, scored both like the most iconic Spider-Man, like music and also the most iconic batman music <laughs> right yeah it's impressive that's an impressive resume danny elfman <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i couldn't argue with that i mean danny elfman is definitely like i was just surprised like when i was watching i was like wait didn't he also do batman and then i looked it up i'm like oh my god he did and you can i mean there's like the slightest hint that you can hear in the in the theme of like oh yeah this, this sounds like this sounds this sounds like Danny Elfman's work. So, um, oh yeah, no. Um, did you have anything else to say about the about the the go scene before I the go scene? Well, um, <laughs> just Peter being shit on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were you doing? He like stuffs the Spider-Man mask into his pocket. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Eight deep dish pizzas <laughs> need to go across town in five minutes. It's like a like just fire him now. Like, don't make him do this. Like it's impossible. As far as he knows, he's a normal guy, and it's like he can't get the cross town. I don't think. There's, I, I don't think it, that's that's so unrealistic. I feel like I feel like I feel like I saw something once that was like they calculated how long it would take to get across town in New York on a like on a Vespa or whatever you rides. And it would be like hours. <laughs> so Jeez. it sounds like Mr. Aziz needs to um, reel in his like delivery area. Like it's not possible to de- deliver that far, right. especially if you're going to have a, a free delivery if it's there after 30 minutes or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, also, now that you bring that up on um, that specific scene, uh, Mr. Aziz, because you saw 2.1. So in two point one, he actually yells at one of the one of the pizza guys who's making the pizza. Now you're not able to understand this, but I am. He he yells at him for making flat pizzas. <laughs> That's what he says. He says that like you're 
Dude, this guy makes the pizzas flat. <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious. <laughs> like, like, okay, all right. I mean, I mean, that's good. Still a bit disappointed with the with the go gone, but other than that, like that that was that was a pretty good. That's moment. a good inclusion. I mean, that's I mean, a I thought it was funny, yeah. even though I couldn't understand. That like. was a treat for Indian people. I, I must admit, <laughs> I was just like, oh wow, this is hilarious to me, um, <laughs> because I was like, for a second, it was like, aren't pizzas supposed to be flat? I mean. Not Dude, like super, not like super thin, but like they make deep dish pieces. I don't know what deep dish pieces looks like. So you, you don't? It's just really thick. Let me look. This it's like up. inches th thick. Yeah, look it up. Yeah, they're we're popular. Live. In like we're doing this live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Okay. Like, have have you heard of like Chicago deep dish pizza? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it before. You gotta get it, today. You Gotta taste Jesus it. Christ, that's not a pizza. That's a fucking pie. Yeah, it's awesome. Damn. It's like when you get it, like normally it's like you eat a couple pieces of a pizza, right? But like for a deep dish, you eat one and it's like too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like eating cake. This is, this is it's cake. awesome. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I gotta, yeah, I'll check that out. It looks a bit, uh, it looks a bit threatening, but still, like, <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> um, but anyways, oh. Speaking of pizzas, I guess we're just gonna keep talking about pizza. But in the movie, like when he gets to the actual place, yeah. um, one him coming out of the the closet is pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> like pushing all the stuff back in, and then puts it on the counter. Pizza time, yeah. iconic line, one of the most iconic of the whole series, I'd say. But then, like, I'm looking at the boxes, and like half of them are squished. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just like, mm, I mean, you got the pizzas here, but like. Also, I like uh, on on his way there. Somebody's like, "Spider Man stole that guy's pizza." <laughs> <laughs> it's that. I mean, just like what are the chances? About... Like, could you imagine like Spider Man actually just sitting there waiting for a guy to run into an alley with pizzas and just be like, "See a chump?" <laughs> I mean, if I was Spider Man, I would just like ask if I could have pizza, and I'm sure they'd give it to me. I mean, hey, I mean, he never asked anything for return, so I mean... That's true. That's why he gets to be Spider-Man. Um, I guess I can't be Spider-Man because I would abuse my powers to get free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter. Okay, so Peter decides to suit up as Spider-Man so he can get there faster by swinging. Uh, he notices two kids running into the street after a ball as a truck is driving really fast towards them. He saves the kids and gets back to his pizza delivery right from the beginning of the film. Uh, it shows that this film is a great example of what Peter Parker's life is like. Uh, I already said this in my personal uh, viewing review. Uh, but the focus of the movie is consistent and it doesn't seem to sidetrack. Though I'm watching this as an observation, so once I feel like there's an unnecessary focus, I'll note it down. I don't have any comments. Alrighty. No, no words, no words. My my words are so wise. Um, Peter <laughs> finally arrives and comes out of the janitor's closet with brooms and mops repetitively falling down for a good 22 seconds. For a second, I thought this was unnecessary, but it's funny. That's okay. Did you did you actually like time it? <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> because I was I was thinking like, what could this time like what could be used? for this time you know like what could this like amount of time be used for something else you know what i mean like yeah. and so and then i see the uh i see 2.1 and it's longer 
It's way <laughs> it's longer like, because then there's an extra shot of him like actually seeing the lady, and he's like, he's like, hey, and then he's like, it's a, it's a thing, and it's just like, I'll, I'll know, I'll, I'll talk about it more later on, but yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I mean, I didn't feel like it was unnecessary. At these, at the core, of these movies are like action. I mean, comedy is a big part of them, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously, uh, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire goes something like pizza time. Uh, anyway, pizza time, pizza time. <laughs> it's, That's lying. The way Iconic. he says it is just like it's so like enthusiastic. Pizza time. <laughs> it's just like pizza time. <laughs> oh my god. Um, do you know about the uh, the mini game in the in the uh, Spider Man Two game? Everybody loves. I haven't played the Spider Man. There's, I know you haven't, but there's a there was a mini game. It was a pizza time mini game, and you had to deliver pizza. And there's this there's a song. There's a pizza time song that you must have heard. I haven't. I gotta look this up. I gotta look this up. I haven't, man. I'm not lying. When you hear it, I bet you'll be like, oh. Okay. This is, by the way, this is also live, by the way. Okay, the game pizza time. Yeah, just sing the song as you hear it. Oh, no! <laughs> I told you, you've heard it, haven't you? <laughs> oh, Jesus, speeds up! This is speeds up! <laughs> oh my god. Pizza time. <laughs> I, feel like this should, I feel like this should be something that's like on a pirate ship. That's how it sounds like it's wrong. Oh, this great. is fucking it. hilarious. 18 million views. Yeah. That's yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move on. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm sweating now. Oh, my. Uh, I wish... That, okay, I, I really hope that in Insomniac Spider-Man 2 that they do this. They, like, maybe have a spider. They have a pizza time. Game, I wish. Dude, that'd be so cool. Um. Anyways, work for Mr. Aziz makes his comeback. Makes his comeback. PS4 Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Uh, go, go, go! It, and and the and the go is in 3D audio, and it comes out of the dual sense. <laughs> like, it spins around your head in his headphones. Go. Um. <laughs> um. Anyways. Um. Okay. So. Uh, now we're at the Daily Bugle, and so oh, sorry. So uh, Peter Parker is fired from uh, Joe's Pizza, and now he's getting fired from Daily Bugle, despite the fact I don't think he even has a staff job there. No, no. So he just gets fired for no reason. Um, uh, and then uh, well, he doesn't get fired. Technically, yeah, no. But um, this uh, so you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. Uh, Miss. Wait, also I forgot to mention mm-hmm. this is important in the first movie. They mention Eddie by name. Yeah, they I say Eddie is on a job or something. Oh, you did? Yeah, I referenced that. I think I think we were like going so fast and we were talking so much that we didn't realize. Okay. But if I go back to, it's fine. It's fine. I believe you. Did you believe me? But yeah, yeah. Eddie's been referenced. Note number forty-six. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. So Miss Brant 
picks up the phone and she goes, your wife's on the line. She says she lost her checkbook. And then JJJ goes, thanks for the good news. I, okay, here's my note, though. I kid you not, if J.K. Simmons wasn't in the trilogy as JJJ, the comedy in this mo- in these movies would have been awful. They, they wouldn't be. I don't think it would have been awful. I think they would have been much less popular, though. Yeah, but uh, maybe you, not. I mean, it's still Spider-Man, but I think they made it. I don't know. You have He's to admit, big though, JJJ is like fondly. an essential. It's an essential piece of these films. I, I just. I mean, yeah, it's hard to imagine them without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, I'm so thirsty today. Um, <laughs> thinking about that pizza, you know what I'm saying? I'm thirsty over these pizzas, these deep dish pizzas. Um, anyways, until my reviewing of Spider-Man One, I completely forgot that Elizabeth Banks was in this in these movies. She's Miss Brandt. Betty Brandt. Pretty cool stuff. Um, okay. After we get a reference of Kurt Connors in the first film, we now have him on screen. Um, oh yeah. It's, the lizard. Yeah. It's the potential lizard. Potential. Spider-Man 4 was gonna happen, and then you know they were just like uh, Yeah, he was definitely being set up for that. I think he was meant to honestly be in Spider-Man 3 before the studio made him change it. Mm. Oh boy, we sure love we sure love them studios studio over there at Sony. Sony. Oh boy. Um But it really does seem like he was being set up to to do something more than just look at the Venom symbiote in Spider-Man 3. But he was a professor. He wasn't working at Oscorp. So, like... I know. He's a professor, but he's, like... Actually, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. He's, only... a... he's a physics professor, too. He specifically says he's not a biology. Huh. Yeah. I mean, he's missing his arm and everything, though. Like, I don't know. Because that's his motivation for being Lizard Man. He said he wants to get his arm back, so... Honestly, I just don't... I mean, despite the fact that they could have used CG or something, I, I feel like they just weren't ready to make a lizard with the technology that they had at the time. That's one I mean, they were found making a Sandman and a Venom Man. <laughs> they could have made a lizard. Once again, I'm not going to consider that that was Venom. I'm sorry. It's just... I... There's... Okay, we can get to that. Yeah, we can get to that later, but... Uh, yes, Kurt Connors. It's cool that he's in the movie. It's cool that he's he's around. Yeah. Uh, it, and also, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Apparently, Peter was, I guess this was mentioned in the first movie, but I forgot. Peter was fired from from working his lab. <laughs> it's like, that's like the best job you could have and as like a scientist kid. And now you're, you have to work at Pizza Place <laughs> instead. You're fired. <laughs> I could, uh, you could imagine just Kirk going, you're fired. Yeah. Um, him, him. One, by the way, this is just like thinking about this now. Him being a photographer, kind of come, wanting to be like a photographer, kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, what's his motivation for that? Right. Like, there's nothing like that sets up him being interested in photography before he like talks to MJ in the first movie. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna try to get a job at the Bugle and work my way through college as a photographer. It's like, don't you're what? Yeah. Aren't you like a science major? <laughs> Like, why do you want to be a photographer? Exactly, yeah. It, yeah, that was a bit confusing. And at the same time, it's like, why do you want to study science? Like, why do you want to be a scientist? I mean, I know you're, I know you're smart as fuck, but at the same time, it's like, why, why, what are you studying yeah. for? I mean, like, you're... you're His intelligence is definitely on the outskirts of the series. Yeah. It's like, he makes the web shooters, but it's very gloss over. And, like, he is, like, really good at physics and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but it's just kind of there. It's not. It doesn't really have any plot significance. Right. Also, Actually, I yeah. mean, it does in this movie, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, can I just say something? I didn't note this down, but like, does so when when peter drops all his books and he's just getting just fucking bashed by everyone does that actually happen in real life i'm an introvert so that's i don't think so yeah just like i feel like people would help right like also it's just, it's just him getting shit on as always also you have a fucking backpack Put it all in the backpack. Why, 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 do you, why do you have it all in your, in your arms, man? It's New York. Early 2000s. I don't know. <laughs> Backpacks were only made for props, not for <laughs> only for show, not for use. Um, I mean, also, obviously, he doesn't use a backpack that much. So, Fun fact, uh, one of the people who bashes his head with a bag, that's actually Sam Raimi. <laughs> not surprised. That's funny. <laughs> Is his face even in it? Like no, his face isn't in it, but in the in the bloopers, it's shown that it's. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. All right. So first, you show off Peter how difficult his life, his work life is. Then you show me how difficult his school life is. Like I said, it's consistent, and I love it. Yeah, he just gets shit on. I know a lot of people like that. That it's like. If he succeeds as Spider-Man, he has to fail as Peter Parker and vice versa. It's like, yeah, that works. But at the same time, it's like, it makes me sad that he's failing. Yeah. Yeah. Want um, to see him succeed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Peter arrives at Aunt May's house, uh, running into a surprise birthday party. Uh, being thrown. It's my birthday. He doesn't even know it's his birthday. Yeah, man. He has a rough. That's rough, buddy. Uh, <laughs> MJ. Yeah. yeah, that's a reference right there. Ah, uh, okay. MJ and Harry are there. Harry talks about how he's head of special projects and that he's funding Otto Octavius's fusion project. Uh, quote, and then and then this is a fun little joke that I made for Peter here. Uh, you know, I'm writing a paper on fusion myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this is okay. So the next thing is this is something that stood out to me. Uh, first Harry offers uh the offers a chance uh for Peter to meet Otto, seeming like the best friend everyone wishes to have, right? Uh, but then uh he starts talking about MJ, and Peter tells him he's busy, and then Harry brings up him uh taking pictures of Spider Man. Excuse me. Uh, in the theatrical cut. He's had, like, two beat changes in the same scene. It's just odd to me now. Like, I get that you want to avenge your father's death and all, but it's your friend's birthday. He's going through a lot of shit, and you want to get pissed off at him right now? Yeah. I mean, he's Harry is disintegrating, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's going downhill. He's mm. just... He has a lot of mental issues. Mm. He just keeps getting shit on. Yeah. Why doesn't Harry like give Peter a job? Right. Like, why did he help? I guess he doesn't want to because 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 he's like mad that his dad liked him more. I don't know. Seems like it's if they're so friends, confusing. he should give him a it's job. Like so misleading. It's like we don't know whether he's mad at him because his father li- liked Peter more, or is it because Peter takes pictures of Spider Man? It's. Oh yeah, I guess it's that. It's so confusing. He's like, you know who Spider-Man is and you won't tell me. He killed my dad. 
But it's like Peter wouldn't have to take pictures of Spider-Man if he had a job that supported him well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I'll get into that a bit. Um, Peter notices the bit, so we cut immediately. No cake, no nothing. This is in 2.1, which I like. Like, Harry, Harry, um, I know I keep bringing up 2.1 and 2 and mixing them, but, like, I feel like I want to talk about it since we're at that scene right now. I feel like it's a good thing in 2.1 that, like, uh, that he does apologize to Peter for, like, ragging on him on his birthday. and then they So actually, he doesn't do that in, in, in the theatrical? He does not, because uh, I actually saw a feature... Uh, featurette for that for the 2.1 cut and they were actually saying that they wanted to make the scene tense for the viewers in in the theatrical cut so that's why they did that so what when he gets up and he's just he's just like standing there before it cuts to him holding the picture of uh him and uh, uh norman i think um that's where where they cut to the to the uh shot of the bills uh, so Peter notices the bills and Aunt May uh, puts a $20 bill in his hand and starts to break down. The scene makes me feel sad and that's what's great about this movie. It makes you feel. Yeah, I feel like the emotional moments in all of these movies are pretty strong. Okay. I don't know how I'm going to intercut this because this is also an extended scene. But um, uh, Peter takes out the uh, Peter takes the trash out, and MJ is sitting there. This is kind of a throwback to the first film, but setting, uh, but setting wise, setting wise, like you know how the shot is. Uh, okay, now this is another thing that stands out to me. Now, uh, in the previous film, it was established that Peter only wanted to be MJ's friend to keep her safe. In this movie, she's basically obsessed with Peter. Uh, she puts her hand on his face and my goodness the romantic tension is there as an audience you want them to kiss but that's not what happens she wishes peter happy birthday and as she's walking away she mentions that she's seeing someone i actually giggled at this because this is what i mean by obsessed she clearly wants to be with peter but because he can't or won't uh can't and won't she's dating someone else I guess to rub it in his face or to see what he says about it. I'm just. <sighs> well, I would hope it's because she still wants love and companionship <laughs> and not to be even worse than she already is in these movies. Um, but yeah, I felt like that scene went on too long. And <sighs> that's, that's, uh, that's the scene where he's like, I'll come see your show, right? Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she's like, don't disappoint me. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> you already think he's going to. I felt like that scene went on too long. In 2.1. Which is the only one I watched. Right. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, we now meet one of the very important characters in my eyes. One of them. One of the very important characters. In my eyes, Mr. Ditkovich. Yes, Ditkovich. Whose name is, uh, he's named after, uh, Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko, yeah, I forgot his first name, Steve Ditko. Original, one of the creators of Spider Man originally. Very nice. Well, yeah, Rent. One of the ongoing jokes. Rent. Yeah. Rent. 
I love Mr. Djokovic. He's amazing. Fucking sassy ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyways. He's funny. He's not a bad guy. Nah. All right. Okay, I gotta I gotta prep myself for this because this is a very uh enthusiastic scene here. <clears throat> Nobel Prize, Otto Nobel Prize. <laughs> Honestly, this yes. is this is what Dane DeHaan's Harry Osborne should have been like, from what I can remember. I'll note yeah, this down Harry, for <laughs> Harry's a crazy man, <laughs> kind of. I'll note this down for next week's episode. <laughs> It's hilarious. Him wearing the glasses and just being like, Nobel Prize, Otto. Nobel Prize. He has so much confidence in this. Uh, Peter has a fun conversation with Otto, and this is establishing the relationship when Otto isn't Doc Ock. Or before he's Doc Ock. Um, oh, that's who Rose yeah, is. I was surprised that... Um, this is the scene with Peter, right? Peter's in okay. too. Two and three are kind of melded in my mind because I watched them the same day. Um, so, yeah, it's hard for me to remember specifics sometimes. But uh, anyway, yeah, so Peter's there, and uh, I was surprised that basically Peter and, and Otto only had, like, this one scene to mm -hmm. have an established relationship. Because I feel like I remembered it being more solid. Right. More solid relationship, so it was more sad when he betrayed him. Or when it's auto turned evil, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I was just surprised it was just one scene. Maybe I was influenced by Spider Man PS4, where they have a solid relationship beforehand. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think I think both Doc Ox are great, in my opinion. I do too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it's funny that Rosie, uh, Otto uh, Octavius's wife, uh, it's funny that Rosie would ask Peter if he has a girlfriend. Like, would you ask that to a random student? I mean, I know it's sweet, and it's also the reason the conversation of Otto falling in love with Rosie begins. Now, that was definitely contrived. <laughs> it's like nobody would ask that. It's no like... one would ask that. Like, oh, it's like it's like it's like like me meeting you for the first time. It's like. Hey, you go to this class, huh? You got a girlfriend or anything? Like, like yeah, it's, it's such it's a, a weird, weird thing to ask as a first question. <laughs> it's like that's not a way to get to know somebody. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, later, get so so. But the thing is that this does later give more impact to the character later on. But just to just to think about it, it's just something to think about. Yeah. Okay. If you want. <laughs> if you want to get a woman to fall in love with you, Peter Poetry. Yeah, um, uh, I'm just gonna write this down real quick. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, okay. Unless he already had the suit and it still fits, how the heck did he afford the suit if he's struggling with jobs and. Oh, sorry. I did not give enough context for this. So now it's the night of the play, right? It's the night of the of MJ's show. And Peter's getting ready. He's putting on his uh, formal suit on. And this is what I have to say about it. Um, unless he already had the suit and it still fits, how the heck did he afford the suit if he's struggling with jobs and money? And some people trash Tom Holland for not making his own Spidey suit, even though I'm talking about a formal suit. I think this can be explained by perhaps him just having it from prom or something. 
probably Aunt Man. And it still ben fits. Paid for it for him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't grow that much after high school. Like, <laughs> I, I. Well, well speak for yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, I have not grown very much since being a senior in high school. So, if I had a suit from then, I would probably still fit me for the most part. So, I think that's feasible. Okay. Or he rented it. All right, fair point. Though. Which would but, still be kind of expensive. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Mr. Dukovic could be. Mr. Dukovic would be so jealous that he was giving give someone else suit. rent. Yeah, give, <laughs> give me the, the suit. suit. The suit. Uh, suit. Um. Okay, so uh, we see MJ getting ready for the play, and this, this is once again another sign slash proof that he's up. She's obsessed with Peeper. Yeah, yeah, Peeper. She's obsessed <laughs> with, with Peter. <laughs> She's obsessed with Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know why she fell in love with him. I don't know. I, I mean, it makes sense that, like, oh, yeah, he is a good best friend, right? Like, you know, he's he's giving her comfort and all, but he's not, like, hitting on her or anything. Like, I, it, it's understandable, like, okay, he could be, he could possibly be, like, her soulmate and all, but he straight up said no. He said that I can't be with you, right? At the end of the first movie. So at this point, it's just an obsession. So, no. Uh, okay, so um, Peter uh, flip a dip dips uh, and uh, two kids see him and he says something like, eat your green vegetables. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> unless if you have anything to say about that. My mom always told us that, but I never knew. <laughs> Yeah, work out. Yeah, you're going to say that to a couple of what? Like seven, eight-year-olds, maybe? I don't know. Ask him how he did it. What would you say? I I would say, like, you know, stay healthy or something. What Drink are you going to do? <laughs> Drink milk. Like, but, like, work out. Like, how, how did he do I mean, that? Sure, that makes sense, but, like... To be fair, I mean, you could do that if you work out of practice. Like, that's possible for a normal person it's possible do, but a, i don't feel like a, like most kids would do that most kids are just well like, he's he's an adult they can work out and no i mean the kids who are asking adult. that the kids who are asking but, like, so they have time to work out and get to the point where they can do it before they're an adult <laughs> okay bud <laughs> sure whatever you're not asking how to do it tomorrow or something it's like <laughs> you got hit a car basically like i don't think they're expecting to be hit by a car anytime soon <laughs> oh okay this is how you know it's a film from the 2000s there's a shot of a woman shouting go spidey go this isn't a bad thing but i just found it funny more uh amusing extras yep shots for some reason there's a lot of those I think it works, though. I think it works to show how uh, much the city is on his side. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. She's beloved. Uh, okay, actually, before I get to that note, though, there is uh, that other note from Spider-Man 2.1. If, if I can just find that clip. I'm going to get back to it again. Whatever I'm saying right now, I'm going to repeat it again, but it's going to be like a speed round. Um, okay. okay, so we see Spidey take out the two criminals and gets in the car and he takes off his mask. Yeah. I get to why. To see, to drive. Yeah. But 
I, I get why this wasn't in the theatrical cut either, but why why the oh, fuck would you realize. take your mask off in public? Why would you do that? I don't know. Apparently he changes his he takes his like puts his suit on while he's driving as well somehow. Or maybe yeah. he stopped the car somewhere. And then here's a note from the theatrical cut. Peter shows up and uh Peter shows up in the criminal's car, busted up, and a cop says he's gonna tow it if he doesn't move it. It would be, it would be hilarious if Peter actually said, That's not my car. That would be hilarious. That would be suspicious though. <laughs> the cop would be like, Whose car is it then, sir? I <laughs> know. That's called comedy, sir. Uh anyway. It was funny. Yeah. Oh You didn't uh, think it was funny? Which part? When he says whatever or when I yeah, made when my he says whatever. I don't know. I don't know about that bit. I was just like, <laughs> eh, okay. I, it felt a bit sassy, but okay. Like sure. Um. Oh boy. I, I I like them. I like them. Bruce Campbell cameos in these movies. Uh. Anyways. Yeah. Uh. I like the detail of Peter being on the other side of the street from where MJ walks out of the theater. Peter sees her with her boyfriend, and a cop car is passed by, reminding him of his responsibilities. I like the. I like the composition of this shot. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of those shots where he's like across the street from MJ and then he just disappears before she sees him. That's a th that's the thing with everyone is like, that, that's with most characters is like okay they're there and then like something moves by and then they're gone. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, they do that a lot in these movies. Yeah. Yep, uh, MJ's boyfriend, J. Jonah Jameson's son, the astronaut. Yeah, the astronaut. Local American hero. Anyways, um, okay, so this is where the this, 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 this is where this movie gets interesting, everybody. Uh, and this is only the 29th. This movie no. sucked ass up until now. Yeah, until now, uh, now this is where the movie picks up. Uh, so Spidey's in the middle of web swinging, and when uh when his webs stop coming out, uh oh, what? I said that in a weird way. Excuse me. I have a burp in the middle. And it's not coming out? Great. Uh, uh, so Spidey's in the middle of web swinging when his web stops coming out. Now, I have to admit, as much as I'm not a fan of the organic webs, if he uses the actual web shooters from the comics and future movies, Spider-Man 2 might not have worked, let alone happen, maybe? I don't know. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, also, I'm watching this with subtitles on, and I noticed that when he's trying to shoot the web, that shot, uh, the subtitle says, Spinneret Thwips. Interesting. Spinneret. I guess that's the official name for his little creepy... Oh, vein. His, his web creepy organ that exists in his wrist. Imagine if he shot the webs out of his booty, like, <laughs> swung around the city like that. <laughs> like an actual spider. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though is that you know that you know that you know that pose of him like coming down like this when i first saw it when i was a kid i actually thought it came out of his ass natural to think that oh god oh boy here we go the elevator scene the iconic elevator scene comedy he does iconic <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Peter's not, uh, he, he doesn't get a more comfortable suit until he pays rent.
And clearly that joke didn't land. Okay, we're going to move on now. <laughs> Look, I get that it's a movie and this is the story. But when Peter calls MJ, it's a bit difficult for me to watch because she gets pissed off as if he was her boyfriend and he didn't make it to the play. That is your best friend. Maybe he had, say, a paper due soon. Then would you still be mad? Okay, maybe that's not the best example, but hopefully you get what I mean. Yeah, I mean, MJ is very hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. Just generally toxic. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the phone call gets cut off, and, Peter's, and now uh, Peter talks to the public phone, telling MJ that he's Spider-Man. Hmm. Okay, note that I said it was a public phone, uh, but this, this is the way they chose to tell the audience why Peter can't be with... Uh, with MJ in case anyone didn't see the first movie, maybe? Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's... There's a lot of people walking around New York. And the, he's he's much more obvious than other times about yeah. <laughs> his secret identity, so... It's not a big deal that he's just saying this in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's... Uh, uh, Otto Octavius's assistants are revealed... And I love those arms, man. The fact that they were practical, it was it's so cool. Yeah. It made them look really good. Otherwise, for the time I mean, obviously the CG as we've seen in these movies, <laughs> a little rough. <laughs> but uh, the arms look really good because they're mostly practical. Yeah, I mean I'll say this movie's CG is is far better than the first one. It actually kinda holds up today. If you I still notice some some sketchy stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're we're not calling this a perfect movie, Russell. <laughs> Somewhat, <a> definitely. <laughs> uh, okay, so okay, so one like just just proving my point right now. So you're gonna give an auto protective wear, but not the guests. Hmm. Okay, bud. Sure. Uh, oh, hey! Daniel Day-Kim is in this. Nice. Uh, also, quick note, I think he'd be a great Martin Lee if that were ever to happen. Yeah. Martin Lee, a.k.a. Honestly, I, I was wondering if that was, if he was supposed to be that character, but I don't think that character even existed. I'm not sure either. I don't read the comics, so uh it's possible. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and and you and you thought this movie was 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 consistently good. It is, but like it's not always. Good lord. Harry is such a child. I'm in charge. It's my money. And then Spidey swings in, saves his life, and in return Harry says this doesn't change anything. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. You killed my dad. Uh, you killed my father. Prepare to die. Anyways. He does want to kill Spider-Man. <laughs> he does. Uh, it's odd that Spidey lost his powers for a bit and now they're back. Interesting. Yeah, I guess they're just like... Recharging? Flicking on and off like a light bulb. Probably. The faulty circuit. 
Uh, uh, quote, I have nothing left except Spider-Man. Oh, he best saved, line. So he I saved, love that line. <laughs> I have nothing left except Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He saved your life, sir. He humiliated me by touching me. You sound, lo- you sound a lot like JJJ, Harry. What's up with that? JJJ is the center for the money. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I just, oh, I messed it up. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, there we go. Okay. I accidentally messed up the Discord orientation. Uh, okay. Oh, boy. Another fantastic scene in this movie when they're operating on auto. Quote, anybody here take shop class? I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting the same vibe as. Do you like jazz? What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, but that's how I feel. Okay, just putting it out there. That was a good scene. Very scary. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, this scene where the surgeons are trying to take take the arms off is a horrific moment, showing how scary Doc Ock is, which I love. Um, and he's like, it's it's especially creepy because he obviously isn't fully aware of what's happening. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, showing that the arms are in control now. Yeah, or taking control. There's a there's a lot of screaming. Hmm. Sam Raimi should uh he he should do a horror movie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) Good idea, right? Uh, Hoffman predicts No Way Home by mentioning Doctor Strange. That's good. But it's taken. <laughs> yeah, does Doctor Strange exist in this world? Like, what the fuck? Who knows, right? Where is I he? Mean, you now watching this and with the with the with the with No Way Home, you have to start thinking about that. Like, maybe he is in the Spider-Man universe. Um. Okay, so JJJ's son is an astronaut. Yep. Never really expanded upon. Yeah. That is from the comics, though. Oh, interesting. Okay, well then. Sometimes he's like, I mean, in Venom, which you know I do not like, um, it's actually him who's like on the space mission that brings the Venom symbiote to Earth. Really? Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, all right. I can't do that specific thing because this this can only be done by J.K. Simmons. But uh, as the tub as the tub titles uh, as the subtitles. State laughing hysterically. You know what I'm talking about. Can I get an advance? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's a good scene. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so uh, going back to Doc Ock, I love the whip cuts to the inhibitor chip. uh, Oh, yeah. Lots of great whip cuts. Like, the editing, once again, is bonkers in this movie, in a good way. (laughs) He's like, and it's like on his back. (laughs) It's like, constantly zooming in and stuff. Right, yeah. That was really cool, though, I gotta admit. Um, So now we're at the bank, and, you know, uh, 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 Peter and Amin are trying to get a loan. From Joel McHale! Joel McHale! Uh... Strangely and, enough, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. There, there, there's one note that I have that I only wrote from this specific part of the scene. Three hundred dollars for a toaster. What the actual fuck? No, no, no. You're you're depositing the money in the bank, so it's still yours. 
you have to set up an account and deposit $30 and then you get a toaster for free. That's still... I don't know. Maybe I'm it's dumb. I don't know. Maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm done. Encourage man. people to make a bank account. <laughs> yeah, a, a toaster. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, a toaster is a great way to open up an account. Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, it's gonna work for Aunt May. Uh, anyway, this scene is just like quintessential comic book stuff because it's like they're in a bank with a giant vault with with sacks full of metal coins for some reason <laughs> just like something that was obviously never exist in real life but makes perfect sense in a comic book world and i love how they're like throwing them at each other using them as weapons and stuff it's it's a great Lost, scene. you got your change <laughs> yeah i love how the cops are like put your hands up all of them <laughs> oh man okay so for that scene uh i love that Otto went through all the trouble of making a special coat for the tentacles. You know when he, <laughs> he, just you know rip when he rips off the it off? <laughs> yeah, that's... It's a one use, because he never does it again. Yeah. Also, where do the tentacles even hide? Like, that's they're gigantic. What I was thinking. I was just like, what? Uh, um, Listen, it's a comic book movie. Like, don't this even is even more so comic book bookie than the first one like you can't even question the logic of the world because it, it inherently doesn't make sense mm -hmm. uh okay auto um auto wearing a fedora is a fucking mood um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just just having the tentacles just taking off his fedora is just, it's just so cool it's such a good comic book moment it's not yeah. like a major comic book moment, but it's just one of those like minor details. The ways he uses tentacles are is great. Like it always feels like they are a part of him, mm -hmm. and that he uses them as if they're just extensions of himself rather than machines. Right. Um. But yeah, once again, here's your change. Finally, a good Spidey quip. Uh. You know, people say Aunt May is violent in this film, although they're not wrong. It is for the right reasons. So this is when uh, Joel McHale. There's a there's a coin. Uh, rolling towards Joe <laughs> He picks it up, putting it in his pocket, and then Ame goes, and then you know, slaps his hand. And then everyone calls her a violent woman. So what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, I kid you not. Cosmonaut Variety Hour says goes out of his way to say that Aunt May is a bitch in this movie, and I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, man. He's just doing it for the views. He's he, he's pointing out the most dumbest things. Like how how. What makes you think that by, you know, like, stopping someone from stealing money is called being violent? I don't... I don't know. This is the problem with the internet, is that, like, I go on the internet, and then I see all these discussions of, like, Oh, this Peter's better. Oh, this baby means better. Oh, Aunt May's a bitch. Oh, oh, oh Mercer Tomei's way too young to be Aunt May. It's like... Hmm. It's like, sometimes I just want to... I just want to turn off the internet and just, like... Just... You know, just let it be. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Otto grabs Spidey and uh, two other... Uh, wait. Otto grabs Spidey and two of the tentacles smushes spider Spidey's head. Nice reference from No Way Home to Spider-Man 2. Because if you've seen the uh, trailer or the, um, the, uh, the, the poster or the image from the magazine, you'll see that Tom Holland's Spider-Man is getting crushed by the... Uh, tentacles as well. Yeah, it's a good thing he didn't use the spike. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Although I think they did show off the spike in the No Way Home, so 
It'll be I just mean like that could instantly kill Spider-Man if he used that. So yeah. Also, it's funny how uh, it is now that you bring that up. It's funny how, how that he decided to put in a spike in the first place. Unless if that's something afterwards that he did, but like. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because they're meant as utility, yeah. not weaponry. Right? Like, <laughs> it's like mm, I think I should put a dangerous spike in the tentacles just in case I need to stab somebody in between containing yeah. a, a mini sun. Just just gonna just gonna pierce the sun. Um. Anyways, uh, a lot of screaming. Um, lots of screaming in these movies. Yeah. And zooms into people screaming. Right, yeah. If I remember correctly. Uh, more screaming. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's literally what I wrote. The first note is a lot of screaming, and the next note is more screaming. Um, and then, okay. Oh, gosh, this, this is such a great comic book movie, man. Uh, so, so uh, Doc Ock takes Aunt May, and, and Spidey says... Uh, Give give her to me, and he's like, "All right." And then he, as he's going up, he he drops her, and then he goes. He literally goes with such a f- fun face. He goes like, "Butterfingers." Yeah, <laughs> it's no way so he says good, that. Man. <laughs> oh god! And then yeah, he's so good. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Stan Lee moves a person uh, away from the falling debris. He's the true hero of the trilogy. Because if you, oh, so did I misremember that? Like, what's his cameo in the first one? Is it the same thing? Yep, it's the same thing. He's just saving people from falling debris. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he's the true hero of the trilogy. Not, I mean, not just for creating Spider-Man, but, you know, he's, he's, he's saving. He's actually saving lives. And that's the thing with these movies. Okay, now that I bring this up, I was going to bring this up, and I actually write a note about this in Spider-Man 3, but does no one get hurt by the falling debris? Ever? In these movies, I mean, except for like Spider-Man One, when he get when the guy gets bonked by that lamppost, but they, they just don't show the people who get destroyed by falling debris because these movies are rated PG. Marvel Studios is gonna work on a docu series on the people who got bonked in the head with debris. Yeah, that good idea. Exclusively on Disney Plus. Anyways, <laughs> um, the fight scenes, the fight scenes, uh, in terms of CGI. Are, uh, are far better than the first film. Spidey saves Aunt May, and dialogue is a bit weird. It was also a bit confusing. Give me a moment. Gosh, a lot of burping today. Uh, apologies. Uh, so what I mean by that is, um, so it's a it's a cute little exchange between uh, uh, Peter and Aunt May, or Spidey and Aunt May, and uh, Spidey goes, "Well, we sure showed him," and um, Aunt May goes. What do you mean, we? And then uh, he goes, oh. Spines why. That was a bit (laughs) weird for me. I don't know. This movie is fucking weird. All the movies are fucking weird. So I'm not going to argue with that. Ah. uh, Okay. So so we're now at the um, planetarium. Yeah. Planetarium. And uh, so JJJ's son is MJ's boyfriend. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't, I couldn't get that out with a straight face. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, earlier in the movie when 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 uh uh uh, uh Peter's talking to MJ, he goes, "Oh boy, yeah." So, 
Uh, oh. I appear to have a Discord message. I'll have to check it on my phone. Um, anyways. Um, so MJ gives Peter a look as if, as if Peter ruined her life. Like, what? Oh! Huh. Well. This is, um... This is, uh, this is interesting. Okay. Oh! There he is. Hello. Hey, buddy. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Is this your computer? I, I kicked the power cable. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was, like, I have so... to use, like, a two-prong to three-prong converter, and so it kind of sticks out of the plug a bit. Oh, and no. so, like, if I kick the cable underneath my desk, sometimes it, like, loosens out, and then, like, if it's fallen out like three times, so. Oh no! Yeah. Oof. And, uh, yeah, I'm that's... back now though. Oh yeah, he's back. He's back in action, guys. Uh, anyways. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> my, my windows are open. <laughs> uh, so, uh, wait. So did so did you hear? So what what did you last hear? <laughs> um, a weird dialogue with Aunt May. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, no, so weird dialogue oh God, with Aunt How long were you talking after I disappeared? <laughs> I, I talked about uh I, I, I was I was talking about how uh we're now at the planetarium and uh it is revealed that JJJ's son is MJ's boyfriend and I go, Oh boy, yeah, because um you know that, that because that's what Peter says earlier in the film. He 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 says, Oh boy, yeah to, to MJ. So I was like when I when I saw that, I was like, oh boy, yeah. Uh anyways, moving on though. Uh MJ gives Peter a look as if Peter ruined her life. <laughs> uh. She just needs to get over him. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. Quote, I can't I can't keep thinking about you. It's too painful. I honestly don't know why this made me crack up. I started laughing at this line because it's just it's just so hilarious how like she's clearly in love with him, but at the same time she's just like not. Like uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the MJ MJ Peter stuff or MJ stuff in general in these movies is kind of just like <laughs> The least interesting part. <laughs> like the the like I feel it's like necessary, but it's like just MJ is pretty toxic and Peter is pretty toxic to her, especially in this movie. Just no, it's not. It's not even. It's I mean, it's not even like. like well, okay, MJ's toxic. Peter, I, I he's slightly toxic. I think the relationship between them is toxic. I think what the the way he is toxic in this movie is he's like he said specifically that he couldn't be with her and that he didn't love her, so he should just stick to that instead of just sending her mixed messages yeah, after he that's... loses his powers. He's he's I mean he's like we can be together now. Hit me yeah. and I bleed. Uh... And it's like she's still in, she's engaged to JJ's son, like. He's like trying to break up the marriage. It's like, dude, we, we haven't we haven't gotten there yet. But uh, so so this scene gets worse, right? Because then 
uh, even though like Peter is trying to be her best friend, at the same time he goes and says, "I've been reading poetry lately." <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? And he recites some poetry for her. Like, She's like, Peter, I can't do this. I don't remember what she says. She says, she says, I can't keep thinking about you. It's too painful. Yeah. Um, and then, oh my god, even worse, even worse. Oh, oh my sweet mother of god. <laughs> um, quote. Can I get you? So, so uh, uh, Peter asks him, asks her, "Can I get you a drink?" And she goes, "I'm with John. He'll get me my drink." And I'm just like, "What does you being with John have anything to do with someone getting you a drink?" Oh, that's 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 that, like that's a normal response for her because he's trying to like move in on her, kind of, and she's like, "No, I'm I'm gonna marry this guy." It is so fucking confusing. It's I don't fucking know. They're both annoying <laughs> when it comes to the relationship. Oh boy, you know what? You know what? You know what gets even more annoying is now drunk Harry comes and uh, slaps Peter around for 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 showing loyalty to Spider Man because it makes <laughs> Peter money or in Harry's. Uh, words his bread and butter as you were saying before and for stealing mj despite the fact that mj is about to get engaged now huh harry why don't you get why don't you get upset with fucking john and now because he knows he knows that she loves peter <laughs> but and okay and now and now first of all peter stole mj um I I I don't know if uh, maybe my my viewpoint is wrong maybe I maybe I saw this in the wrong way but from what I thought from that viewing, first of all, Peter stole MJ. Uh, that's fucking your fault, my guy. Uh, you clearly knew they had chemistry. Second, you should understand that Peter isn't a rich kid like you. I know he's yeah, drunk, but, but he doesn't even apologize afterwards. It's like Peter is big, barely scraping by. You have millions of dollars to your name, and you're like getting upset at him for trying to live by doing something that he knows can make him money, being taking pictures of Spider-Man. And another thing to consider just just conceptually is that even Peter doesn't like taking pictures for Spider-Man because he knows that the pictures that he's giving to the Daily Bugle is just making Spider-Man look bad. Yeah. So, like, he's really going through a lot just to get make a fucking living. Yeah. It's like, Harry, if you just, like bribe him honestly he'd just be like i'll give you a million dollars to stop taking pictures of spider-man <laughs> yeah exactly oh gosh oh uh and now uh mj agrees to marry judge's son cool okay moving on ah there's yes, a and i was glad there was a scene i didn't remember this i'm glad there's a scene where like her friend is questioning her she's yeah. like it's so soon are you sure about this and it's like MJ's just making terrible decisions about this. It's just so stupid. Why wasn't this in the fucking movie? In the theatrical cut? That's not in the theatrical cut. That's in oh, 2. really? Yeah, that's in 2.1. So, like... Okay, so... That's just... Ugh. It's like, yeah, she needs to be questioned because this is so stupid. It's a dumb MJ. fucking move. Um, okay, so now... Um, oh, boy. So I skipped a lot. Because from up till now, it's been pretty good for me. Uh, so now uh, Peter's lost his powers, and uh, he has the whole like, "Oh, you have a." You still with me? 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I spaced that. <laughs> I, I, I started I'm thinking, listening. Like, did your power cut out again? Um. Uh. So no, I'm just standing very still. So now we're in the montage of when like Peter, uh, when when Peter's like he doesn't have any powers. He's made his choice. He's no longer Spider Man, right? And uh, at the very end of the montage, after like you know. Uh, Let me just say about the montage first. Go ahead. Once again, the editing is so funny and weird. I know. <laughs> like, I know. I love the one where it's like his face on both sides of the screen and he's in the middle. It's crazy. That's not in the theatrical cut. Either. It isn't. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's in 2.1. It's fucking hilarious. I love that edition. It was so funny. Oh my God. That's just such a treat. And then, and then. The weird still frame at the end when he's like, yes. when, when Dr. Connors is like, good job, Peter. And then he's just like, <laughs> the freeze frame. <laughs> it's just like, I, I honestly believe that there was something wrong with my copy. I was starting to go on the internet and be like, is this okay? Is this normal? Because I thought it was going to like fade to black or something too, but then it just keeps going after. Right. It would have made more sense if it just fade, faded to black. Oh my God. Is that in the theatrical? No. <laughs> it just keeps going. He's just like <laughs> Yeah, that was so weird. Oh my god. Uh okay. So uh so now okay, so now that Peter doesn't have his powers, he has time now. He goes to MJ's play. I love how MJ's play in MJ's play, uh one of her lines is quote, I hope you have not I hope you have not been leading a double life, pretending to be wicked and being really good all the time. Nice little detail, I think. If you think about it. Yeah. I did pick up on that personally. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree. Okay, so as you were saying before, uh okay. Now I'm gonna put this on Peter now. I get that he's he's been in love with MJ the whole time, but he's but she's engaged. You might want to back off, buddy. Like <laughs> it's just it's 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 just him sending her these mixed messages is really bad. It's like yeah. you you can't just it, confess your love to somebody after they finally get engaged to somebody else it's like it's just a bad thing to do i mean like morally wrong to do that oh boy i mean look i okay i'm just gonna point this out right now i really like the amazing spider-man 2 despite what people say about that movie <laughs> i like it okay i'm sorry but i like it it's a thing with me I know that movie is a mess, but it's like a, you know what? It's like a banana split, okay? It's it's really good, but it is a mess. But here's the thing. This whole s situation, I feel like it's worse than Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think it's worse. So you'll see what I mean when you watch it. Um, but anyways. I, I kind of remember. Um, But anyways. Yeah, it's like another another thing before I move on. It's in the same scene, but like. Peter asks MJ to think about it. Like, what the fuck? She's engaged. Why is she going to think about this? Obviously, uh, she does think about it, but it's like, mm, this is so bad. This is really bad. Um, however, uh, Peter very nicely asks MJ if she wants chow mein. And in response, she says, I'm getting married. First of all, the, the writing in this is fucking horrible. I will say that out loud. I never. I normally never say this, other than uh, the Last Airbender by M Night Shyamalan. That movie is a fucking trash fire. But talking about this, this is horrible writing. I I'm never able to notice, never able to like notice this and say this out loud. But this is bad writing. Once again, what does you getting? What does you having? Uh, what? I was. You can tell I was really pissed off at this scene. I wasn't typing this right. Yeah. What does you getting? 
Chow Mein have to do what? What does you getting married have to do anything with getting Chow Mein? <laughs> like what? Uh, she's like, I'm not going on a date with you. I'm getting married. Right. Honestly, I just don't think romance was something Sam Raimi just was good at. I don't. I don't think it was good at. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, unless if he's done ro like romance, like actual good romance in other films that I haven't seen, but in this, in these films, the romance that he writes is bad. It's fucking bad. I mean, was he? The, I don't know if he was even the writer. Oh, was it? Oh wait, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should fact check before I fucking. Oh hey, look right. at that! It was Alvin Sargent. Well, we all know who to blame now. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna blame him. It was 2000s, okay? Yeah. It was a rough time. Anyways, yeah, it's it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking go on the internet and rant about this. Oh wait, that's what we're doing right now. Anyways, uh, uh, Peter decides to tell Aunt May what really happened to Uncle Ben. Uh, and after hearing that, she leaves Peter at the table and goes to her room. <laughs> Honestly, I have a feeling that you could possibly watch this movie without having seen the first movie and you would still understand what was going on not to say yeah. that you know that's what i'm gonna do right oh yeah you keep you keep talking i have something to say though okay uh not to say that that's what i'm gonna do like that's i'm not gonna not watch the first movie again but like it's something i've realized go ahead um speaking of like not needing to see the first movie like the intro scene with the art of like the events of the first movie, remember? Mm -hmm. Like the title sequence, that is awesome, and it's a great way to to catch the audience up because I mean this came out a couple years after the first one, and also for people who might not have seen the first one to get into the story, and it's a really beautiful art. And I'm pretty sure by famous comic book artist Alex Ross he makes like photorealistic uh, artwork, like comic book artwork. Um, I really like that. Very interesting. I mean, they kind of do the same thing with Spider-Man Three, but Spider-Man Three is—it's it's so much worse than Spider-Man Three. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't Spider-Man Three just just footage from the from the last two films? I think I, it's, it's 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 not art. I can tell. Or I don't. It doesn't look good. I don't remember exactly. I'm pretty sure it's just the footage, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I agree with you. I agree with you that I love the. I do love the art style of it. I'm a big fan of Alex Ross. I have been for a long time. If you look up his art, you'll probably recognize it because it's very, um, very recognizable. He's known for just drawing like super uh, realistic superhero stuff. I see. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Well, you know what? I'm just going to point this out right now. My uh, friend is currently setting up a uh D, D campaign because guess what folks filming for is going through character development he's actually gonna get into D, D now um and uh finally after many years of not even realizing there was a comic book shop near me uh i'm gonna we're probably gonna set up a game there so i might actually try and find some spider-man comics because cool. uh i'm not just for the you know for the film and tv content also i also love uh physical media i mean i've got i'm reading the book i'm actually reading the the playbook many people have come to me and they're just like dude why are you reading why are you studying the book you can just have it when you play it. and i'm just like but then i'm just gonna be a sitting duck you're talking about the player's handbook for dnd right yeah so there you go uh anyways getting back to it we've got about 
what, 22 more notes. Hopefully this will get through soon. And then we'll move on to 2.1 and then we'll have another uh, 10 minute break and then we'll move on. Move on to 2.1. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but then, but the uh, changes that I noticed. So then you can know like what was new. Um, uh, Sam really loves his jump scares, huh? What's this? Horror director. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's make it scary scenes. It is, you know what? It is going to be interesting. I don't know if this is still a thing or not, but I believe Sam Raimi is supposed to be the director for Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. So this will be very fun. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think he's a good choice for that. Mm -hmm. The only horror movie I'm willing to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I recommend Evil Dead too. Well, the thing is that I have you heard of uh, Last Night in Soho? Mm Hmm. I did not go to the movies to watch that because of the fact that it was a scary movie and I did not want the jump scares to get me in the theater. So I decided to wait until it came on uh, VOD. Okay. So, but, but Dr. Strange 2 is that movie that I'm willing to go to the theaters to watch. But anyways, I digress. Uh, so Otto wants... So Okay, so now uh, Otto wants uh, Harry's precious tritium. And so now he goes to uh, Harry and uh, uh, Harry wants Otto to make Peter tell him where Spider-Man is. And then a couple seconds later, he says, "Don't hurt Peter." Uh, I'm I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I don't like Harry. <laughs> you don't like him. I don't like Harry. I like how I like how he's like, "Don't hurt Peter." And then Otto's way to get Peter's attention is it's by like throwing a car yeah. into the restaurant that he's just eating in. Like, if he was not Spider-Man, he would be dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Is that, that's hilarious, though, is that, like, if it did hit Peter, how would he get the information? If he was dead, how would he get the fucking information? Uh, yeah. Also, now that I think about it, if Spider-Man wasn't there either, then how would he get the tritium, then? Because then there's no Spider-Man, then. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, really? You're throwing a fucking car? You're going to kill Peter Parker? You're not going to be able to get your tritium, sir. I guess he's crazy. That The idea is he's crazy. Like, the tentacles are controlling him, but... Yeah. Seems like it could have been handled better. <laughs> handled better. Uh, okay, now actually on to a good note now. Uh, a building is on fire, and Peter runs in to save a little girl without his powers. This is why I think this film is one of the best examples of Spider-Man, let alone possibly, or not even possibly. You know what? I'm going to go and say it. Maybe I'm over-exaggerating. This is one of the best comic book movies ever. There you go. I said it. I don't know if you want to agree with me or disagree with me. I'm, I'm, this is just what I think. Uh, after, okay. So I, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Especially when considered for its time. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Peter rescues the little girl, he hears that someone was trapped on the fourth floor and they couldn't save him. Uh, this gets Peter to think, what if he had the powers, right? Like, so, that's why, like, it's, it's good. The story is good, but when you see the flaws, it's just really bad. (laughs) Like, what, the good things in this film are so good, but the bad things are, like, really bad. Right? It's, like, uh, uh, Oh, once again, yeah, a, another bad thing with this film. Damn, Ame gave away Peter's comic books. You don't give away a person's comics books, you 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 idiot. Why? <laughs> Obviously, I'm over exaggerating. Obviously, it's a joke. Ame is f- perfectly fine in these movies. I'm just trying to make some fucking comedy. <laughs> Russell knows this. Russell, I I've been like recently. 
in my videos and like in conversations with you, I've been trying to be more comedic with you. So <laughs> you can see I'm trying. Uh, so MJ gets, oh, this is one of the scenes that I fucking hate. I don't know why, but I just fucking hate. I know it's for the purpose of the movie, but I just do not like this scene. So MJ gets her boyfriend to lean back so she can recreate the upside down kiss from the previous film. Then she gets, then she meets up with Peter so she can kiss him to figure out whether or not he's actually Spider-Man. Good Lord, woman. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I need to know something. You need to know something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but just as a kiss, uh, <laughs> but thank God though, uh, but ju just as a kiss, uh, just as they're about to kiss, Otto throws a car at them. Thank God. Uh, oh, hey, look, some more screaming. Anyways, uh, screaming. <laughs> oh boy, I, I, I also, yeah, yeah, after he throws the car and would kill Peter. In just then, if he wasn't Spider-Man, he picks him up by the tentacle and just throws him into the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like, like ninety miles an hour, and he smashes the wall, and much of stuff falls over him. If he was the normal guy, he would be either permanently crippled or dead <laughs> again. Right. It's like, it's like, um, uh, it's like. So if Doc, if Doc Ock said like, okay, tell Peter to meet me here at this time, and then he throws him at the. Man, he's paralyzed. He can't fucking talk. How are you? How's it gonna happen then? It's like, uh, yeah, you need Spider Man. You need to find him. And then, um, okay. Uh, and then obviously, one of the best, one of the best parts of this movie, obviously the train scene, right? Both action wise and emotion wise. Uh, yes, yes. Only, only love and respect for the entire train scene. Action and emotion. The action is top-notch, and the civilians helping Spider-Man is one of the best moments in comic book history, let alone Spider-Man film history. Also, I agree. Also, God-like scene. Yeah. So engaging. So great action. Fighting at the clock tower and moving to the train. It's just... It's near perfect, if not perfect. Mm -hmm. Also, I love the extra um, uh, fight footage. From uh, 2.1. Yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly what was added. Yeah. I mean, you can't really explain it. It's just, I mean, you, you would have to, like, explain... Some extra exactly. shots. Yeah, just some extra shots. But, like, it's really nice because from a movie like this, you want more Spider-Man, so... <laughs> and when, I, when we said we want more Spider-Man, we didn't mean Spider-Man 3. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm over-exaggerating, as I always do. Uh, moving on to the next note. Harry, you keep your, uh, you keep the tritium in your office safe? Bleh! Ugh. They didn't say it was radioactive or anything. But Did still, they? I don't fucking it's know. It's probably safe to be around. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, just keeping that one thing in his office... I don't know. I feel like if Otto knew that, then Otto would have just took in the. He didn't know though. I don't think it was there. I think he moved it there after he sent Otto off. Probably. Also, yeah. it was him who who floated the idea of him. Well, yeah. I think it's fine. You sure. I just mean it's fine that it's in there, in my opinion. Yeah, hey, this was just a joke, by the way. I mean, I say bleh, so... I literally wrote bleh, so... 
It's just a joke. It's, it's not a big deal. Maybe that's why Harry started going crazy because he was supposed to rock tritium and it drove him insane. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, it is revealed to Harry that Peter or Peter is Spider Man. Uh, Peter, you killed my father, and then uh, um. There's more important things at work now, Harry. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are bigger things happening here. Uh, I I'm telling you, man, these burps, they're, they're fucking trying to ruin the show. <laughs> I, I get that this, uh, so this interaction, I get that this isn't the best time, but I feel like he could have told him that he didn't kill him, but then that would have gone on forever, and so I get it. Uh, anyways. Oh, boy, yeah. I... <laughs> I uh, I skipped a lot because uh, most of it was fine. Uh, so Otto finally snaps out of it, uh, you know, because because Peter gives him the whole like, oh, intelligence isn't a, isn't a right, it's a privilege and something like that. And then uh, Otto snaps out of it, and then he goes, listen to me. And then he takes control. He then decides to destroy the machine. This is why he's one of the best comic book movie villains ever to me. I like how he talks to the tentacles and how they respond like. And like make little noises to yeah. to show that they're talking back to him. Mm -hmm. But oh. yeah, he's a very sympathetic villain, and I think that makes him very strong. Like Norman isn't a very sympathetic villain as Green Goblin; he's kind of just pure evil. And it's yeah. like it's sad that he goes crazy, but he was a terrible father beforehand too. And it's like, I mean, like for... other than getting, other than like saving his company what was like the main drive yeah he didn't really have a fall like he wasn't like a a good person who fell to the dark to fell to evil he kind of was just kind of a bad person who like fully embraced his bad side whereas Otto was a good person who had a fall against his will and just had a very bad time and just became a villain um i gosh can i so, is it really a spoiler if I talk about Shang-Chi a bit? No. It's on Disney Plus now. If yeah, somebody wants to watch it, they can. That's true. <laughs> uh, but I, although both of them are quite different, I would say that uh, Wenwu is quite like Dakak. In the sense that he's lost someone, and like that's kind of his main drive, but at the same time, it's like, I could see the similarities. They both lose their wife, and it kind of drives them into into evil. Right. <laughs> and they're very motivated to like prove that something's possible. And in Wenwei's case, it's proving that his wife is alive. Hmm. And in Doc Ock's case, it's proving that he can make his machine work. Right. So yeah, there's definitely some similarities there. Uh, moving on. Woohoo! Some more screaming, as if I couldn't get enough screaming. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. I feel like I maybe over exaggerated this. Maybe I was just like too fed up with MJ and Peter's whole thing. But uh, so the the line is in case. So uh, Peter says, "In case we die," and then uh, MJ interrupts him and says uh you do love me and then i wrote in all caps obsessed and let the man finish his sentence goodness gracious 
It's like he could he what if he wanted to say something else in case we die? I just want to know that I was always there for you or something like that. It could have been something like that, but no, she was just like, you do love me because she's so fucking obsessed with Peter. God. And then he's like, (laughs) (laughs) that face, that face is so good. Oh man. And the scream. I I also felt like that was unnecessary, but at the same time, it's like, no, that was 100% necessary. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you know he's gonna save her, so... Yeah, but that face just makes it so much better. That's yeah. raw, raw fear, anger, terror, all rolled into one. Uh, okay, so we skip, so we skip through the entire thing. Uh, uh, Doc Ock sacrifices himself. Uh, Peter and MJ get out of there. Uh, and, uh, you know, they have a chat about, like, oh, hey, yeah, uh, I can't, uh, I can't be with you. Okay, bye. Um, and so this is the one note. When... See, mixed messages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just... Uh, uh, Peter? Peter? Uh, when, when MJ's grappling down, the web is coming out of his wrist! <sighs> oh, yeah, that part's gross. <laughs> oh, God, it's so fucking... Just... Oh... Slowly extending out of him. Yeah, that was revolting. You see, if it was the web shooters, it would be perfectly fine. I would be like, okay, that makes perfect sense. That's fine. But ah. Uh, anyways, uh, I think this is the only good part with Harry in this movie. Harry talks to his dad. Dad's, dad says something like, Avenge me! Uh, and then uh, Harry discovers that Norman was Green Goblin. This obviously teases that he's going to be come the next Green Goblin now that he's found the performance enhancer and glider. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's all. Yeah. I forgot that there was a tease about that. Oh, yeah, no, he, uh, he, uh, you know, uh, once again, uh, you know what? I love how involved Willem Dafoe is in all three movies. Like, he doesn't have to be, but he is. It's hilarious. Uh, but, Great. yeah, no, uh, you know, uh, Willem Dafoe goes, avenge me! And then, uh, Harry goes, no! And then he throws a dagger at the mirror, and then he finds all the pumpkin bombs, and then, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, um, MJ leaves, uh, JJJ's son at the altar. All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Like, why? It's, it's like, why do you wait for till now, MJ? Are you kidding me? You can't, you waited till your actual wedding day to break it off? Are you kidding me? The was worst. One, now that I think about it, was the wedding day like the next day? I, I don't know. Like, that's it's the just, thing is the that, worst. Like, that can only be, that can be, that, that can only be the, that can be the only reason for for that to happen that can be the only possibility because if it was a couple of weeks later then yeah obviously she should have broken up with him but at the same time it's like you that's waited so bad hmm. but at least jj gets to say don't open the caviar don't open the caviar fun fact though i've uh, i've never had caviar before i haven't either okay well it's- Rich person food. Hey, you know what? One day we're we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna get somewhere, and uh, we're gonna get together, and I'm gonna be like, hey, listen, we're gonna go watch something together, and, and eat uh, caviar. We're gonna eat caviar, yeah, man. 
That's what it is. What is caviar, by the way? You know what? I'm going to look this up. because this Fish is a- eggs. Very expensive fish eggs. I think you're having second thoughts about wanting to eat it. <laughs> yeah, Russell, we're just gonna we're just gonna scratch that. How about that? Instead of, instead of that, we're just gonna you know some sometime later in the future, uh, Sp- Spider Man Spider Man Six is gonna come out, and we're gonna get together. You, me, Mimi, we're all just gonna have some pizza and watch Spider Man. How's that sound? With caviar on it. <laughs> No! Uh, uh, you're something else, Russell Purcell. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so uh, she, uh, she shows up at Peter's doorstep saying, some, uh, saying that she's willing to take the risks of being with him. Uh, mm, next note is, uh, quote, I've always been standing in your doorway. Um, yeah, so about this line, uh, and you... And, MJ, so you, uh, you didn't see him changing into the Spidey suit like ever? My point is that it, that it sounds kind of romantic. I, look, I'm a romantic, okay? I know, I know my romantic shit. But this line just doesn't make any sense. I've always been standing in your door, doorway. If anything, that's just creepy. I think it's, like, metaphorical. I don't know. Still, I mean, come on. Who has the brains to think that's metaphorical? Come on uh obviously you but anyways um <laughs> so I- she says go get him tiger and he jumps out the window oh i still have something before that though okay. uh, uh uh so uh, uh so like mj goes like isn't it uh isn't it time for someone to save your life peter parker and then uh she, he's like thank you mary jane and then you know what i said i was so pissed off i was like you know what who you know who actually saved you miss brant because she got you the job before you got kicked out because remember because remember as peter was getting fired by jjj miss brant comes in and she's like boss the the planetarium job and then jjj unfires him think about it think about it fair enough i guess I guess Betty is his true soulmate. <laughs> I mean, you know, he does, he does, I mean, I don't mean to spoil anything, but he does ask him, ask her out to the dance in uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. <laughs> She's too old for him in Spectacular Spider-Man, though. <laughs> you know what's hilarious, though, is that uh, I know this is super early in the game here, but uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Betty Brent is actually uh, uh, a student. There you yeah. go. So clearly you knew that. Okay, well, I was hoping for you to be surprised. But anyways, okay, we're going to move on. So, okay, this is another one. Okay, this is this is kind of silly, but I'm going to point it out anyways because why not? Okay, this is another one of those things that now, that now stand out to me. I know this is a weird thing f- to talk about, but my God, what is happening with the kissing in this movie? It's so weird that it almost made me horny. In the end, Peter and MJ are kissing it like they're about to have sex. I'm sure if there weren't any sirens, these two would be ripping each other's clothes off. When I first saw this as a kid, I was like, ooh. But now it's just kind of annoying. It's just this movie. It just seems so weird to me. I don't know why. I I, I don't know. I, I had to point that out. That was just bugging me. Uh, yeah. But anyways. Um... As, as Spidey, uh, as Spidey web swings to the action, there's a shot of MJ 
where uh, she looks at him kind of funny, like she might have made a mistake. Hmm. I literally wrote, hmm. I don't know. It's something you probably don't remember, but like, she's like standing right there. She's just like, hmm. And like, it, it seems like maybe she's made a mistake. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we don't know. These movies, I don't know. Anyways. Here's my review of my reviewing. This movie is great. Almost everyone was saying that Spider-Man 2 was the best live-action Spider-Man film, and as I was watching it, I didn't want that to cloud my judgment. But as I was watching it, it was pretty clear to me anyways that this movie was great. I don't want to call it the best as I haven't seen the other films. Uh, so I don't want to make any decision super early in the review review. Uh, but from what I know about Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man 2 is most likely... No, sorry. I'm going to change my thing. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is the best of the trilogy. The story is great. It doesn't feel dated like the uh, first film. The CG is better. Alfred, is, uh, Alfred Merlina as Doc Ock is pretty much legendary. Harry's a dick. MJ's a weirdo. Peter's eating pizza. And JJJ is the highlight of these films. And finally, Mr. Dickovich is introduced in this film. Enough said. I have another one for the 2.1, by the way. So Nice. So uh, you want to say anything? Or do you um, want me to go to 2.1 before you... No, I, no, I think it's really good. Mm -hmm. I think I like it a lot. I think Dr. Octopus is a very strong villain. Mm -hmm. Right now, not sure if I liked it more than the first one. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. I, I respect your judgment. I... um. I, I was also texting you guys this. Like, I'm not going to rank this by criticisms or by... I might not even rank them, but who knows? I mean, I'm sure people... That, that's in demand, right? That's what's trending these days is rankings. But uh, no, it's honestly going to be based on my, like, my preference. Like, what do I prefer more? And like, yeah, I can, I can definitely see your, your viewpoint of like why you think... Like, Back overall, like, th this one definitely has moments that I like more mm -hmm. than anything in Spider-Man 1, but as an overall package, I think I might like Spider-Man 1 more. Mm -hmm. For sure. Also, we forgot to talk about the scene in 2... I guess you might have mentioned in 2.1, but I want to talk about it now. Well, I'm the about to get to where, it, so that's why I'm... The scene where J. Jonah Jameson puts on the spider yes. suit and jumps on his desk. Yes! <laughs> I'm 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 about to get to that right now. I actually have a special. I've got 30 notes on that, so I'm gonna get through it real quick. But we can also talk about it. But so anyway, I like I like uh, Robbie, uh, JJ's like I don't know what his job is. Right, manager. he's like the chief executive or something like that. I like how he like knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man. <laughs> like he never said yes. Oh, yes. actually, like, what? yeah. Like he's, I forgot what he says, but he's like, "What does Spider Man think?" And he looks up at Peter, like knowingly. Oh, he was, he was like, "Spider Man was there," and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Spider Man was there. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, and then, I, and then, and then when when they find Spider Man's suit in the garbage, he's like looking at the mask. He looks so sad. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah. Okay. Here we go, Spider-Man 2.1, and then we're going to take a break because I am, my throat is starting to get really sore, and I'm going to get 
I know I got smaller, but uh, for this cut of Spider-Man 2, I'm only going to note any changes in the new cut. That is a lie, by the way. Anyways, uh, Mr. Z's yells at a guy for making pizzas flat. Yep, I understood that. Um, that was hilarious. Like, just me understanding that, but like, okay. Like, the, the guy the guy makes pizzas flat. That was because I didn't understand what deep dish pizza means. So I was just like, aren't pizzas supposed to be flat, though? I mean, I don't know. Uh, and then, uh... Oh yeah, uh, Salim was deported. Damn, that that wasn't in the movie. So I was just like, "Damn, that sucks, man. That's uh, that's rough, buddy." Gosh, but it makes sense too. Is like Peter would ask something like that, right? Someone would ask like, "Oh, why can't someone else go?" Right? And like, oh, there you go. Um, the lack of go is unpleasant to me. It's just, it's unsettling, man. I, I can't. Like, I need that. Um, okay, so the scene where Peter walks out of the janitor's closet is extended with Peter trying to rip off a web off the pizza box. That wasn't in the theatrical cut, by the way. Also, just to save my words, because my throat is really starting to get sore, anything that I say here is not in the theatrical cut. So, uh, remember that. Um... Okay, this is where I lied, by the way. Pizza time. It gets me every fucking time. Every time. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, so after that, so after he, he's uh, unclipped all the pizzas and everything, Peter walks towards the janitor's closet until the lady tells him where the, uh, there's an elevator. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um... Uh, okay, this change I like. During uh, Peter's birthday party, Harry brings up Spider-Man for the second time, but this time he mentions how he wants Spider-Man dead the same way Peter wants the killer of Uncle Ben dead. He doesn't bring that up in the theatrical either. Uh, then he apologizes to him for saying these things on his birthday. He says he, uh, he says Peter he says Peter's his buddy and that he's family's. Why the hell was this not in the theatrical cut? But then I watched the feature and I was realize like oh that's for the tension so yeah um and now we see everyone singing happy birthday to peter and then it cuts to the shot of the bank letter which i find hilarious because you would assume that like okay for the birthday party you would at least see the birthday cake but no in the theatrical cut there's no birthday cake <laughs> just cuts and then like it just makes everyone assume that okay yeah the birthday party happened um uh, mj explains how yeah uh MJ explains how she got on the billboard and how she got in the play. Uh, MJ mentions that she's seeing somebody now, and Peter says it's therapy. Fun little comedic bit. Oh yeah, that was a good. That was a good line. Yeah. Uh, not sure if this was new, but there's a shot of Peter turning on the police radio monitor. That's just a small thing. Maybe he does in the normal cut and the theatrical cut, but that's something I noticed. Uh, there's a new uh, bit. Of uh, the scene when uh, he goes to meet uh, Otto, where he meets Rosie um, at that time, and then you know it cuts to them at the table. Uh, new shot where Peter says, "If it works, it'll change the way we live." Uh, new shots of cop cars colliding uh, with the criminal's car as he's on his way to the uh, to the show. Um, uh, 
Let's see. Da, da, da. Okay, we see Spidey take out the two criminals and he gets in the car and takes off his mask. Yeah, I get why this wasn't in the theatrical cut either. Why would you take your mask off in public? Um, and then uh, there, there were some more Bruce Campbell uh, um, uh, footage. There was a bit more. So I love that. Uh, the elevator scene is different. Uh, the... Uh, the guy tries to pitch different ideas for Spider-Man other than print. Uh, I don't hate this change, but I'm not a fan of it. Because in the, the, the theatrical cut, he's saying, like, because he, he doesn't think he's actually Spider-Man. He just thinks, like, he's a random guy who has a Spider-Man suit on. And he's like, nice suit. And, like, and then Peter in the theatrical cut goes, like, uh, rides up the crotch a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, shout out to Hal Sparks, by the way um who, who who's who's the guy who acts um in that scene he also um i know this is a random thought but he plays D, &D by the way he, uh, he's in geek and sundry's uh starter kit that series so there you go um there is now a new scene where peter's in class and in the class uh in the scene he's testing otto's fusion equation but then the sketch goes on to uh the letters mj with hearts and then peter with half a mask on. That's not in the original cut. Um, some extra footage of the fight scene. Love to see that on. Uh, uh, I don't wait. Was this in the train scene or was this in? No, this was in the the bank robbery scene. And then um, why? Uh, quote. Why is this happening to me? Uh, I don't think this was in the theatrical cut, but I also think this is also a comic book reference from what I've seen in uh, Inner the Spider Verse. In that little comic uh, book. Why is this happening to me? I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Uh, we now have a scene where MJ talks about getting married to JJJ's son. The friend <laughs> is definitely on the right track, as you were saying. Uh, the doctor now asks Peter what... Uh, now asks what Peter's major is. He also gets into what he thinks of himself, the doctor specifically. Uh, that wasn't in there in, in the magical. Um, which also kind of makes sense, but like... Mm. Uh, there's a couple of new shots for Peter's sequence with the, with the two... <laughs> with the two <laughs> just two faces just in the corner. Uh... <laughs> I love that. That weird still frame is still there. <laughs> Wait, so the, the so the still frame is in the theoretical cut? It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh god. Um uh, uh the sequence of JJJ wearing the Spidey suit should have been in the theatrical cut. Fucking hilarious. Um a bit of Somebody's yelling outside. I was like, oh, is everything okay? Uh, I hope so. Episode two. Uh, a bit new, a uh, bit of new footage for the I'm back, my back scene. Uh, the, the extra footage of the train sequence is quite spicy. Should have been in the theatrical cut as well, but obviously because of budget reasons, it makes sense. Uh, this is just an afterthought, but does Harry know where Otto is making the machine? 
when Peter's like, you got Harry, you got to tell me where MJ is. You got to tell me where Otto is. Does Harry well, know? I don't think so. I don't think he, he, he Harry didn't even know she, he took MJ. Hmm. That's something to think about. Uh, doing okay, buddy, old pal? You doing all right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he keeps yelling. <laughs> are they yelling at you or are they just yelling at each other outside? It's yelling at each other. Okay, good. I was, I was worried. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go look real quick. I'll be back. Okay. Uh, but anyways, here is my uh, review for the third <laughs> reviewing this time this week. I've seen this film <coughs> three times <laughs> in the past. That's week. a lot. That is a lot. Well, I've, I'm, 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 I'll leave it. <laughs> okay. Uh, with this being my third reviewing this week, I've got to admit this was disappointing. Um, this this just sets <laughs> the the bar way too high for the third film. Ha! I got you there. You thought I was going to say this movie was disappointed, but guess what? It's not. It's great. But however, I will say though for Spider-Man 3, I I guess you could say it's a bit disappointed for raising the bar way too high because that mm, Spider-Man 3 did not mm, it did not reach that. But uh some parts uh some of the parts that are in the extended cut uh, should have been in the theatrical cut, but I think it was not, it was a nice treat for anyone who wanted a bit more of Spider-Man 2. I plan on seeing the extended cut of Spider-Man 3, but that won't happen anytime soon. The only reason why I saw uh, 2.1 was because Russell accidentally rented 2.1 <laughs> instead of 2, so I wanted to be able to talk about what he saw too. And then I, uh, I already pointed out that Hal Sparks is a guy who plays D&D. So, yeah, there you go. That was uh that was Spider-Man two and two point one. So what is so? Uh, yeah. So you I mean you already talked about. Do you want to? Uh, do you have anything else to say about it, or do you want to just? Uh, not really. I think not it's really. a good movie. Like it. Hey. Okay. Once right. it once like the first one, I think nostalgia blinds a lot of people to its flaws, which mm. there are a lot of. Once again, and I think maybe even more than the first movie. Right. It's like the highs are higher and the lows are lower, I guess. <laughs> so right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been uh, the uh, uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Two review review. Uh, I'm actually going to start using that naming convention now. Uh, uh, for people who are viewing us live, uh, we're going to take another ten minute break, and for those. Who are listening to this later on as an individual uh, episode on your favorite podcast platform or youtube.com slash uh go ahead and jump on to uh episode three of uh the uh film Fute spider-man review review and uh yeah uh that's about it hope you all have a great rest of your day or week uh if you're if you're not going to be sticking with us and uh yeah uh see you uh see you in a bit <laughs>